Howdy Hello. Oh, hey. Charlie said Howdy Hello, too. Wow. Um, so we're going to revisit uh, an old topic. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time we've had the chance to do this, although we will have another one later this year. Actually, in just a couple of short months. Actually, I think next month. Is it? Yeah. It's next month or the yeah. month following. Um, not looking forward to that. <laughs> um, but it does look like slightly less of a shit show than the last two. Okay. Hey, okay. there's no Johnny Depp involved. I think it's already a step up. <laughs> I mean, he was barely even in that second one. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have been. <laughs> and I love Johnny Depp. It was just bad. Yeah, um, sure what we're talking about. We're talking about those awful Fantastic Beasts films. But yeah. that's actually what we're talking about today. We're talking about Doss Batman. Yes. <laughs> there's um, a new Batman movie. There is a new Batman movie. Yeah. You've we did a whole season talking about already. Batman. I've seen it five times. <laughs> are, are you going to see it 18 times? Yes. Who knows? <laughs> um, I'm going to just uh, kick it off by saying that movie was excellent. Yeah. So here's what I want to do, though. Okay. Whatever you want to do. This is you, you, you steer this ship. Uh, can you tell me what the plot of this movie is? Um, yes. Okay. Um, well, I guess I probably can't do it very good justice, but I'm going to try. Take me through <laughs> as, as best as you can, point by point. <laughs> okay. We're introduced to a man in yes. a suit <laughs> with a cape. Yeah. And uh, we find out that he's been doing this job already. Yeah. Uh, which is a very important note to note. Yeah. Um, he's on year two. Yes. Um, people are afraid of him. Yes. Um, and by people, I mean mostly bad people, but also good people are afraid of him. Yeah. All, all the people. Yeah. Um, and then there tur- turns out there's a new, what we t- turns out to be a serial killer uh-huh. going on, um, who is going through the ranks of, like, important peoples. Uh-huh. Um, and our uh, caped crusader is trying to solve this mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, he does solve the mystery. Okay. Um, there's a lot of eye-fucking involved. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mobsters are also involved. Um, actually, to your point that you've made in a probably more intelligent iteration of this podcast that we're about to do right now. Yes. Um, not a lot of people die. Yeah. Um, just really the people that are murdered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I was a little bit pleasantly surprised by. Yeah. Um, and then there's a flood and it ends. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, the bad guy was caught, but like. Yeah. There you go. Then it is. Huh? 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 I mean, sure. <laughs> you tell it better. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you got it. I feel like I got all the main you parts. Can, you got it. <laughs> um, I will say. Yeah. And I, I told this to Zachary and then also to my coworkers who were asking me how it was. Because um, all my coworkers were like, oh, I bet you'll have opinions about this. And I was like. Uh-huh. I do have some opinions about this. You're right. Because uh-huh. a lot of my coworkers are like, this movie's going to fucking suck. And I was like, oh, you really? shut your whore mouth. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, my boss looked me dead in the face and she said, "This is that's going to be a trash movie. Why? Because uh, she hates Robert Pattinson. Interesting. Because of only and only Twilight. Well, it's so... Okay, so let's... <laughs> we can talk about this. She said, how that man going to be Batman? And I said, bitch, you just watched. Yeah. Um... <laughs> The history of Batman in cinema is a history of a man being announced to play Batman yeah. and the world going, fuck you and fuck him. Uh, with the one exception, I think, being Christian Bale, yeah. which is probably something we'll never see again in like any superhero casting. Yeah. But Christian Bale was this like case of the internet in its like weird like proto-state. Mm-hmm. Of uh, guys going like, you know who'd be a good Batman is Christian Bale. This should be get Christian Bale to be Batman. 
And then the studio going, Christian Bale's going to be Batman. And all of us going like, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Period, end of sentence. Um, And actually, when my boss was critiquing this movie that she has not seen yet, Uh uh, she was like, you know who probably would have still done it better? Christian Bale. And I was like, sure. You know what? Christian Bale could have played this version of Batman, I think. I think so, too. Um, But if you go all the way back to 1989 Mm -hmm. and go look at Michael Keaton, it was the world pre-internet yep. reacting and going like, F- what? Mr. Mom's going to be Batman. <laughs> yeah, they wrote letters. Angry letters. There's, a, um, there's an article that was in uh, the Wall Street Journal. Oh, boy. About what a big mistake it was to cast Michael Keaton. Oh, no way. And like, what is Warner Brothers doing? And this movie is going to bomb. And it's going to be like another Adam West oh, like no. comedy Batman. Uh, and it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, to a lesser extent we had this kind of reaction with like Val Kilmer but that was more of like what Michael Keaton's not going to come back (laughs) how are they going to do it without Michael Keaton famously Ben Affleck (laughs) announced as Batman and like a lot of the world go like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) most notably probably Jennifer Lopez (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny because I remember at the time me being like I can see this working yeah uh, it sounds interesting. Like, he, there's no way he would go into another Daredevil. So, like, this movie has to be good. <laughs> like, yeah. if they convinced him to do it, and that like, ended this ended up the way it ended up. And then it was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, can't win them all. <laughs> and the the interesting thing about Robert Pattinson is like, there is this whole world that only knows him from Twilight. Yeah. And most of those people never even saw Twilight. They just knew that they hated it because it was marketed to women and we live in a very misogynistic society. What? Uh, <laughs> no, you're lying to me. Can you mansplain that to me, please? Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, let's start at the beginning. There are pee-pees and moo-moos. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You lost me a moo-moo. <laughs> Yeah. I want to buy this t-shirt really badly. This is going to be a killer belt. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, anyways. And, like, I definitely, you know, I was, when did that first Twilight movie come out? 2007? Around then. Like, I was definitely, like, in middle high school when all of those were a thing. And I, I definitely went to, like, midnight premieres for the first, like, three. Yeah. No, and I'm definitely guilty of being a guy who's yeah. like, fuck Twilight, fuck those <laughs> movies. Um, I will say, full send, the books are not bad. I'm never gonna read one. That's fine. But um, um, like I'm gonna be that bitch for five seconds. Like Stephanie My- Meyer is not a bad writer. Yeah. The movie was just done. All the movies were just done really fucking poorly. Yeah, I did see the first movie and maybe the third movie. Yeah, I refused to watch either part of Breaking Dawn, um, <laughs> and I'm glad I did. Yeah. So they're 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 pretty bad from what I experienced. It's not like they're the worst movies ever made. Or far from it. It was just a very odd cultural moment mm-hmm. of a phenomenon and a hard reaction against that phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Robert Pattinson went and just made fucking dope movies for yeah. 10 years after that. That nobody would really watch. Yeah, that nobody saw because he was like, well, this was an experience. I don't want to experience that ever again. Yeah, he's like adamant he, about it. He didn't like those movies. Yeah, he, didn't he didn't like being in them. He made fun of them in the press while he was promoting the movies. He yeah. made fun of the movies. Which honestly, power move. Like you're already getting that coin. Like fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But he went and he made movies with like he made 
Cosmopolis with David Cronenberg. Uh, he was in the movie The Lost City of Z. He was in a bunch of little stuff and like slowly built this career up to the point where he was like in good time for the Safdie brothers, which was an excellent movie. Was he Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems? Yes. I'm gonna say he. I'm gonna say he was. Um, he's if anybody's seen the rover, he's great in that movie. He's got this little part in uh, the movie The King or the movie uh, The Devil All the Time. Uh, the Lighthouse is an excellent fucking movie for Robert Eggers, the guy who made The Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, he's making this movie, The Northman, that comes out later this year that I'm very excited about. And he's Ooh. trying to remake Nosferatu. Ooh, that's cool. And I have this idea that he's going to get Pattinson to play the vampire in that movie, and it's going to be this, like, bookend career for him. <laughs> honestly? <laughs> or he's going to be like, how about this? <laughs> We're all going to be like, oh, my God. I mean, honestly, even if he sparkles, I'm cool. <laughs> so... <laughs> All that to say that when they announced, that, not even that he had the role, but that he was rumored to be in contention for the yeah. role, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yes. Very fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it got announced, the world reacted the way they reacted. Everyone was be upset. Um, I won't even say everybody. It was probably better than... Yes. Because there was a lot of me's out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are like, <laughs> you don't see. that are film fans on top of being Batman fans right. and had seen those movies and been like, okay, well, this is fucking, like, this guy can act. Yeah. And this guy is, like, weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, like, handsome in, like, a weird kind of way. Yeah. Like, I, like, wouldn't say that, like, you know, I mean, like, we've addressed that, like, I'm not, like, super into, like, white men, but, like, uh-huh. um, you know. Just I, white Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, like, okay. yeah, like, and I, I would definitely not say, I would say he's, like, objectively not, like, conventionally attractive. Uh-huh. He does have a jaw that can fucking cut glass. That's facts. Um, and, like, I'll full send saying that, like, I'd fuck the shit out of him in this movie. Yeah. Like. But I would, I, I think that the guys who have looked the best is Batman. And you could even look at Affleck, who's, like, a cartoonishly handsome man. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's a very interesting-looking Batman. Like, I, no. I think if you put the cowl on him, he looks kind of dopey. <laughs> and he looks like you put a Batman mask on, like, a dog, and it looks, like, confused and is, like, looking around. Um, Maybe Jalen's into that. Who knows? But if you, like, look at, like, Michael Keaton, who is, like, not, you know, matinee idol. I think right. he's a, prob- a good-looking guy, and when he was younger, I would call him handsome. Yeah. Um, maybe more handsome as an older man. I was, I was um, going to say that. I, I, I think he's kind of aged into his look. But if you put the Batman mask on him, it just highlights these features of like his the, his chin and yeah. his lips. Mm-hmm. All the best Batman have had mysterious lips. <laughs> <laughs> now that should be a horror title. <laughs> yeah, Kilmer, Keaton. Like, Bale, I think, is an interesting looking guy who like is conventionally handsome at first blush and then you keep looking at his face and you're like, there's something look- off about him. But no. I think that's what made him a good Batman. Yeah, and uh, going to, like, the way he looks, especially, like, his face, like, especially when he's, like, skinny, he definitely looks kind of funky looking, like, when he, like, lost all that weight for the fighter. Yeah, the uh, fighter. Yeah, like, he was, like, really, like, fucking, like, striking looking in, like, not a good way. Yeah. Um, but, like, when he's more filled out, I think it's... He's a very interesting looking face. Yeah, like, again, I would say, like, not conventionally, like, attractive, but, mm-hmm. like, like, in certain, like, moments, like... Okay, like... <laughs> yeah. I also have this, like, pet theory th- that is just panning out the further we go along, the more correct I am. 
uh, that Don't any that, that any great Batman could have also played the Joker successfully. That's valid. And I think that like Pattinson absolutely could have. I still want to live in the world where they let him play Batman and the Joker in the same movie. <laughs> One day they're gonna do that. One day somebody's gonna figure that out and they're gonna look like a fucking genius. And it might be him. Um, well, no, there's we already well, have a Joker. Spoilers fair. for this movie. <laughs> no, <you're right>. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker's like... in this movie for uh, a second, and it's Barry Keegan. Uh, but no, I feel like it still could be. I mean, it may be like alternate universe, whatever. Oh, like. don't do this. Okay. <laughs> don't come at me with your like, oh, he's the son of Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, absolutely the fuck, no. <laughs> I'll kill you and then myself if anybody comes at me with that theory again. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, people are still talking about it. Oh, I don't know. People want Joker to be canon to this Batman universe so fucking bad. I'm making it gross. And it's like, stop it. I hate that movie. I don't want to talk about it. I'm good. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, the Batman is a great movie. Joker is a dumb movie. That's facts. Um, <laughs> period. End of sentence. We honestly could end it here, but we're not going to. <laughs> um, I uh, follow this gal on Instagram, uh, name Sophie. Um, if I can remember, I'll tag her um, in the like when I post this episode. Uh-huh. Um, she had done like a like uh, Instagram story review of this movie. And she made this comment that I thought was, like, really fucking, like, on the nose. Uh-huh. Like, this is the most, <clears throat> world's most sexual movie without any fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that really hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about um, Batman and, like, a lot of these characters mm-hmm. that we don't talk about and that fucking Daniel Waters and Tim Burton knew is that there's a lot of fucking kink in just this mm-hmm. idea. And even to a lesser degree, just, we live in a world now where people... You know, you pick your, you create your own identity, you create your own gender, you create your Mm -hmm. own sexuality. And that like a lot of these masked characters tapped into that for people a long time before society was ready to talk about it writ large. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's this idea with Batman specifically that Batman is who he is. Mm -hmm. And that like Bruce Wayne is a mask or Bruce Wayne died when his parents died. Um, And that this movie fucks with that on a, hardcore level yeah. because as i talked about with zach um on his podcast weekend plans and i know you were struggling there for a second this movie <laughs> the this, podcast we don't talk about this movie's <laughs> about batman yeah bruce wayne's not even in this fucking movie no there's when you a said f- that i really like was like oh yeah like that's facts there's a few scenes where he's not wearing his suit mm-hmm. but he's still batman right there's never a moment in this movie where he's not Batman. Maybe in the scene where he's talking to Alfred uh, mm-hmm. at his bedside after he wakes up, yeah. you start to see that kind of crack a little bit. Right. But for the most part in this movie, 80% of the movie, he's in the suit. That's just, yeah. And that's just his persona at that point. That's like just, it's just who he is. And all it, every moment he's thinking as Batman, mm-hmm. acting as Batman, even when he's in public. And the one scene he's in public is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. It's... Because he, he needs to do Batman stuff. Yeah, because he needs to make face. Yeah. Because he's like, well, I guess I can't do the, the Batman thing. Yeah, I can't put time. my suit on, even though I want to so bad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he brought it with him. Yeah. It was in his backpack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Zach and I had a similar conversation a few days ago, because he was like, well, like, now that you've had a few days to, like, percolate on it, like, what were your, your like, thoughts and opinions? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the conversation we were having, where, like, that's, like, really just, like, his judge, and, like, he, he can't turn that off. Yeah. Um, and like you said, like the only time like it is kind of turned off for a second is like an accident because he has like a moment of like feeling yeah. human. But it's like this movie, he's been Batman, so it's not an origin story no. for Batman. But it's him 
it's an origin story for Bruce Wayne. Right. He's kind of rediscovering his humanity to a degree and mm-hmm. then investigating how he can use that to be a better Batman. Right. Um, to repeat myself again from my podcast with Zach, the movie reckons a lot with this idea that I've talked about before, especially on our last season mm-hmm. uh, that we did for Batman, that Batman is an idea even within the fiction of the story. Right. And that it's about fighting ideas with better ideas. Mm-hmm. The idea of Batman being used to fight the idea of crime. And then him learning that his idea is flawed in this movie and trying to re- redevelop it. Yeah. Um, so by the end of this movie, we have a Batman who can be heroic versus a Batman who spends most of the movie, he has heroic intentions. Right. But he's really no, he's no different from the Riddler. No. He's no different from like the gang that we see at the beginning mm-hmm. there's all these like little things right so that um the start of this movie there's a gang all, in all white face paint yep. that record themselves beating people up yep. and then there you, you see them on the subway watching the video of them hitting the guy in the park and batman when he goes home he has these contact lenses he records everything yeah. he's watching the video of himself fighting these guys so it's like making these connections uh, and not really hitting the nail too hard on the head. They're trusting that we as viewers will like see these things. And even if we don't, yeah, even yeah. if we don't intellectualize them, we'll feel them. Mm-hmm. That, you know, people, everyday regular non-criminal people are afraid of Batman. Cause this is a bizarre, this is fucked up. Yeah. Like if you were, if we lived in a city, like we don't live too, too far from San Francisco, right. San Francisco has its fucking problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it was like a thing where there's a guy who dresses up in this suit and he goes out there and just picks fights, yeah, like Fuck we that. wouldn't, yeah, like that's <laughs> not good. Like we don't, we don't no. need, we don't need that. Even if objectively, like if he's fighting guys, like well they were doing a bad thing and he stopped them he from doing the bad that thing, way. yeah, we'd be like, no, that's crazy. You can't allow that because like, you know, yeah. nobody wants to make a, a slippery slope argument, but that's uh, <laughs> no, it's not wrong. No, and, like, it's kind of to the point of, like, you know, you see it, like, with the other cops that, like, aren't, uh, Gordon, yeah. like, they're, they're like, mm-mm, are you, are you, like, fucking with this guy? Yeah, like, they're like, what is this? Like, yeah, what like, are you what doing? Are you like, doing? we're police officers. Yeah, and he's like, no, 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 he's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, it's really great, because it, it reckons, you know, we live in a, this time where there are a lot of hot takes mm-hmm. online about, bat. they come up about Batman, like, this right. is a billionaire who goes out and he beats up poor people. Yeah, um, but, like, that's not quite right. Well, no, and that's something that I rally against, like, really fucking yeah. hard, because I feel like that take comes from people who have, like, oh, I've heard of Batman. <laughs> I've, se- I've seen a movie. But, right. like, don't um, don't come at something with a hard opi- opinion that can't be changed about something that you don't really have an understanding of or context for. Well, right, and, like, that's um, kind of, you know, any, like, really, like, negative or neutral, I would say, critiques I've seen of this movie is mm-hmm. people that don't that's not clicking yeah um because you know like i said like i you know the first week i was kind of like skimming my instagram to like see who's talking about it and like what they thought of it and whatever because mm-hmm. I, I vehemently was like oh this fucking rocks mm-hmm. um and you know i saw a lot of people i mean i shouldn't say like a lot but like 40 percent of people that were either like what the fuck was that or like eh, you know and i was like but then like when i saw like the rationale behind it i was like you do you came into it thinking you were gonna watch fucking captain marvel yeah <laughs> like that's not what this is like in any way shape or form yeah um it's not captain marvel or even a good marvel movie well right but, uh, <laughs> you know saying, like, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um but 
Yeah, and, like, I was having this conversation with Zach, and I also was, like, uh, you know, I've been telling this to anyone that will hear me about it, <laughs> um, that, like, you know, halfway through the movie, I for- fucking forgot it was a Batman movie. Like, I thought this was, like, a fucking detective movie, and I was like, oh, well, isn't his cape going to get in the way of him doing, like, detective work? And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's like, like, we spent a long time talking about Batman. What? <laughs> um, There's not easily 12 hours of content on that. And for... <laughs> Also, speaking of, uh, this is the this week actually was the anniversary of that season. Oh, that's like, a, beginning. That's very interesting. Yeah, uh, that just came up on my Facebook memories the other day. But the uh, <laughs> the TLDR for that entire season is I love Batman. I've loved Batman my entire life. I've loved Batman since before I could talk. <laughs> um, and that a lot of that love, you know, as somebody who's grown older, mm-hmm. I turned thirty four last week. Uh, and instead of growing out of it, just mm-hmm. what I love about it has changed as I've changed. Right. Um. And the cool thing about Batman is it's so much in the soup, mm-hmm. right? Um, so there's like the comic book superhero stuff that's on the surface, but there's also the detective stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he was so influenced by these like pulpy serial characters like Zorro mm-hmm. or the Lone Ranger, um, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And that it, that's always been part of the soup of Batman. And it's not really been touched upon in the movies. He's no, like it's... more of an action hero character in a a superhero suit absolutely like this isn't like a beat em up type of thing which i think a lot of people were going into it mm-hmm. expecting yeah this is not an action movie it, no th- the movie has great action in it it has the kind of action that i want to see when i go yeah. to a movie like it this it was done really well oh man um yeah the fight scenes in this movie mm-hmm. are uh like joyful for me and it's not necessarily for everybody although the movie is getting very positively reacted yeah. to. It has like an 80-something or 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. It has like an 86% overall critic score, but an A-minus cinema score, yeah. which is like them Huge. polling people who come out of the movie. Yeah. And that's like kind of more surprising to me is that just people, randos coming out are like, yeah, good. Yeah, I liked it. I was expecting more of that like kind of negative to meh reaction that mm-hmm. I saw. Like, what is this? Like, this isn't... Uh... Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more of that than I did see, and I was happy that it wasn't so much that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I was trying to explain this to uh, another coworker of mine, because she was like, oh, like, I'm thinking about taking my kids to see it. And I was like, mm, you know, uh, maybe do that with discretion. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she was like, oh, like, and I was like, uh, just to warn you, it's like almost three hours long. And she was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, but it, like, it's intentionally three hours long. I was like, it's not, yeah. like, it doesn't feel like three hours, and also, like, it, you needed every bit of that two hours and 56 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I fucking, like, I love the pace and mm-hmm. the length of this movie. I did spend a lot of time thinking about, like, would I have liked this if I was a kid? Right. But, like, me being me when I was Possibly. a kid, I would have loved it. Yeah. Because he spends most of the movie in the suit. Yeah. And that's really all it would have taken. And I would just yeah. spend, like, it doesn't matter that he's just, like, having a conversation. Right. <laughs> like, it's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. I love this. Yeah. And I don't think every kid would have that No, definitely reaction. not. I was a very why... specific kid. Yeah. And when I, she was like, oh, do you think, like, my seven and nine-year-old would like this? I was like, mm, questionable. Yeah. <laughs> Depends what they're into, I suppose. <laughs> but I guess the, those kids really liked the Uncharted movie, so I don't really like their opinions on things. But <laughs> uh, I thought that movie was fine. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say the coworkers I have with children all gave it glowing reviews. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, I think all of those people were also just, like, nutting yeah. over Tom Holland. and. Like, I thought Mark. it was going to be worse. Well, yeah, and, like, that's <laughs> I walked of... in thinking it was going to be worse. <laughs> that's fair. 
yeah, and that's actually part of the reason like we were just kind of like mm, about it, yeah. <laughs> like, and have been kind of dragging our feet. But um, yeah, yeah. we'll probably catch it once uh, on VOD. <laughs> it's no the Batman, that's for well, sure. Well, a lot but, of things are not the Batman. But, uh, <laughs> most There's, Batman movies. In fact. <laughs> um. Anyways, so what specific things did you want to get into here? <laughs> 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 we have as long as you'd like to stay yeah that's uh, <laughs> there's a lot about this movie that i just like love mm-hmm. um and most of it is like that characterization of batman um i don't think with like the exception of maybe batman begins mm-hmm. that there's ever been a batman movie where batman is the main character and it's from his perspective yeah. and he has an arc that he goes on and he learns and grows and changes um I really adore that the aspects of Batman that seem almost dichotomous mm-hmm. are treated as aspects of the same character and that he's like learning and growing. Yeah. Cause like for me, I'm somebody like, I love, you know, a scene where Batman shows up and stops the mugging and beats the fuck out of everybody. Yeah. Like that's great, but that's also problematic. Right. And you have to like reckon with those things as an adult, adult Mm -hmm. like if in a movie that has to be taken seriously you have to ask those questions yeah and then the movie does Mm -hmm. and the movie presents those like okay you did that and you helped this guy this guy's afraid of you yeah this guy the guy he saves from the mugging at the beginning says don't hurt me yeah um and then also i'd have the same reaction if that was me oh yeah 100 (laughs) because what the fuck yeah i'd be like okay i gotta go (laughs) but then the movie takes that into account Mm -hmm. and the movie says like okay well you're coming from a very privileged place Mm -hmm. and you're coming from you're looking at things as black and white and you're seeing good guys and bad guys and you know there are good people and bad people in this world but good people do bad things and bad people maybe do good things yeah they really touch on like a lot of the gray areas in like the like social aspect i would say Mm -hmm. um that i think a lot of thing a lot of film in general just doesn't Mm -hmm. and he has to learn he learns those lessons and he Mm -hmm. has to learn to temper his vengeance was something else. Right. Um, and maybe that's not what people need. Maybe yeah. vengeance is just harmful at the end. Mm-hmm. So what is Batman then? Batman's a protector. Yeah. Batman's going to stop what happened to Bruce Wayne from happening to anybody else. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, like I need to stop all the bad things. Yeah. Because like that doesn't really work. It's not about punishing people. Yeah. It's not about fighting criminals. It's about fighting crime. Yeah. So what does that mean? And that's like the journey that he's on. Yeah, and I mean, like you know, if we want to bring it, into, I mean, you and Zach kind of br- like briefly touch on this in that podcast, but um, that <laughs> podcast, <laughs> uh, that silly little thing. Yeah. No. Um. But like the kind of like socioeconomic thing about it, and like you know, like today's climate of like you know defunding the police and like stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you change the like inherent social structure and like you know, uh, I can't find the word I'm thinking of, but like the like you know society of it you know you will have inherently less problems it's not like you don't need cops to prevent the bad things yeah crime is systemic right yeah um and that's like one of those things that this movie like reckons with in a really interesting way and it talks about corruption in a real way yeah like i mentioned this on zach's podcast the Mm -hmm. idea of that there's a subplot of the gotham renewal fund right and it was set up by bruce wayne's father to be a safe a social safety net and to fund um programs and like uh, housing things in the city mm-hmm. to help people in a lower economic structure yeah um and then that gets corrupted when he dies and treated as like a slush fund by the by the corrupt and it's a really interesting p- 
point nobody points it out in the movie mm -hmm. but it, every bad place you go you see like gotham renewal like oh, I didn't that. the the building that they have the bat signal in it's this like partially constructed building who knows right. how long it's been that way you see that gotham renewal project <laughs> uh wayne manor which is now a burned out orphanage right. gotham renewal that um they go to the drug buy when they're following mm -hmm. the penguin um gotham renewal hmm. so it becomes like this symbol for a positive intent that's been corrupted and that's even what batman is at this point right um, and he's made to face that at the end with that Riddler goon who repeats his I am, I'm vengeance line. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, everything I was trying to do is completely turned to shit. Oh, oh this backfired. <laughs> and the Riddler talks about being inspired by him, and he thinks that they're friends. Fucking bananas. In fact, well, let me, let's talk about Paul Dano for five minutes. Paul Dano is a king. We stand. <laughs> we do stand. Um, a fucking plus. Um, honestly, like, like I said, like, that whole like bit like i fucking ate the shit out of that mm -hmm. um you know you guys talked touched on a little bit like you know very much inspired by the zodiac killer and mm -hmm. that whole deal like i was i literally sitting there like this like <laughs> yeah uh like holding my fucking chin like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god um not that zodiac's one of my favorite movies ever um, <laughs> well it's so interesting is it makes me wonder what matt reeves is gonna look at for inspiration mm -hmm. coming forward because it's not like he took the zodiac and applied it to no like a character where it didn't make any sense no like, this is absolutely makes sense yeah like you take the riddler like what is his deal he's mm -hmm. a, like a really smart guy who leaves basically confessions mm -hmm. like if you can solve his riddle you can find him or solve the his crime or thing. whatever he's just trying to sh show you how smart he is yeah. and you're like what is the real world corollary for that like oh this fucking happened basically yeah. <laughs> like this this guy was like killing people mm -hmm. taunting the police yeah. thought they couldn't catch him they never did <laughs> <laughs> and like that's terrifying yeah and he even wore a mask and like yeah. went out into the world in a co like a super villain costume yeah and the movie like faces you with that you're like this idea is scary these people running around in costumes doing whatever they want because they're wearing masks is scary yeah absolutely like it like you know to it, it kind of gives like kind of like kkk kkk vibes and like all mm -hmm. that and like Yep. You know, you guys talked about, like, how, you know, especially like, the Riddler's, like, online presence or whatever, like, was very, like, yeah. you know, parallel to, like, the QAnon shit and, like, you know, all that. Yeah, he mobilizes a group of people who mm -hmm. feel uh, targeted by society, who yep. feel left behind or who feel actively plotted against by mm -hmm. a real or imagined, uh, right, or you know, deep state. Mm -hmm. um, and that's Petra. <laughs> absolutely yeah especially because that's so real <laughs> yeah and what the movie does so well is he takes that very real thing and then just applies this really pulpy comic booky because mm -hmm. like what do batman villains have they have like henchmen who dress like them and do their thing and you're yeah. like that's fun and like okay well here's that and it also makes sense and it feels true yeah and I, it's, it's successful on it to a degree that i just like haven't even like it's hard as a somebody who's loved this stuff for so long mm -hmm. Even that opening montage that Zach and I talked about yeah. in our podcast where he has the voiceover narration. That was and, very well done. And not only is that like a character thing, like he's journaling mm -hmm. to keep track of his experiment because that's what this is. Right. But it's also a voiceover narration and it's like a nod to Taxi Driver or mm -hmm. these like 70s movies about an anti-hero. But it's also most comic books have these first person narrations. Yeah. Uh, so it's all this stuff wrapped together in such a smart way. Yeah, no, I, I think, like I said, like, 
every moment of it was like very intentional and very like well thought out mm-hmm. and like well parsed out and yeah. um like that's like really like what i've been trying to like drive home to people that like are especially people that are on the fence about the whole thing yeah um especially because like, like like my boss was like oh my god three fucking hours and i was like no like it's yeah it's three hours but like it's worth every minute mm-hmm. like and it's a movie that rewards paying attention yeah and it's like it does things that it doesn't even have to do that are really smart. My, one of my favorite things about it um, is there's a scene early in the movie where Batman goes to the Iceberg Lounge, just like a mob hangout, yep. um, and he's just marching through mm-hmm. as Batman taking out guys that you're like, oh, they're like the bouncers or they're they're right. the mob underlings that staff mm-hmm. this place. And he throws <laughs> one guy has him at gunpoint. And he just throws a baseball bat at him and breaks his nose. And then you see that guy come back, and he's yeah. not just a mob henchman. He's a fucking police officer. Yep. And then he comes back, and then he comes back, mm-hmm. and it's fuck. It just keeps like digging out, and he sets these things up that pay off. Yeah. Um, no, and like that—that's something I like really did enjoy about the whole thing. Um, one thing we have not talked about yet, and I'm surprised has not come up in the last thirty-three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. Catwoman. Selena, Kyle. Let's talk about me getting gayer for three hours. I'm <laughs> I'm ready to give it to Zoe Kravitz as the best on-screen Catwoman. She fucking did it. For sure. In such a cool way. Yeah. And she felt like of the piece. Yeah. But also a complete fleshed out character with her own motivations and her fears and her doubts and what she wanted something yeah i felt like i knew who she was no like and and i think that's you know kind of the i'll say the things that were lacking in previous cat women is that they didn't feel like a full well-rounded person Mm -hmm. like that had their own individual intentions yeah and i would say that about like most not even just comic adaptations but like blockbusters is we deal a lot with um types yeah and a, a lot of these movies, especially now, will be like, well, you get it. You understand this type of character, so let's move on. Here they are. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's shitty. <laughs> it can be. Like, and there's room for it. I don't oh, think it yeah. necessarily makes a movie bad, but no. I do always really appreciate character. Yeah. And I think that's the best movies mm-hmm. are stories informed by character and not the other way around. Um, I think that's what Marvel has done really well that not a lot of people will talk about or give them credit for is we know those characters. Mm -hmm. We understand them so that when they do something, it feels like we're like, ah, yes, like Tony Stark would say that. And that's going to like cause this. Um, And I feel like they're nailing that in this movie. Yeah. Really with everybody, Mm -hmm. like for the most part. Um, But like, yeah, I think like she, she like honestly knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah. Um, She's excellent. Oh, fucking excellent. Um, You know, like, and you guys talked about this too, but like, they have like real ass chemistry. Yeah. Like, cause like that's really hard, I think, to achieve. They really do. Yeah. No, we talked about, um, you know, characters in movies, they'll be like, they're in love. They fell in love over right. the course of this movie, and you're like, when? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, no, like, they truly I fucked each other the whole time. Yeah. It makes total sense. They're like, <laughs> they're immediately intrigued by each other. Yeah. Um, like, we're the same, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. And then they challenge each other. Mm-hmm. And they see things in each other that they value that they don't see in other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think what makes Batman so attractive to her, on top of just, like, the, you know, if you if you think a guy is cute and then you watch him beat up anybody in a room, like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> 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 um, like, just the sort of, like, masculine ideal that is Batman. But also the idea that, like, she lives in a world where, like, men are dangerous and they're shitty and they're liars and they're out to use you Mm -hmm. and 
she has that idea of Batman at first, but Batman has the courage of his convictions. Like he's yeah. going to do what he says. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's uh, something that's valuable. In yeah, the world she like, of this, respects that. Yeah, in the world of this movie, like he says, he's going to help her, and he helps her. Yeah, um, and even that if it's a long way for her. Mm-hmm. And he learns a lot from her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she is the character that represents nuance. Yeah, that Batman has to learn. Like not everybody that commits a crime uh, is deserving of your fucking boot on their face. Right. Um, and that's a lesson he has to learn. He learns it, like, partially through her. Well, yeah, because, like, when she, like, aborts mission halfway through, like, when she's, like, wearing the contact or whatever, she's like, fuck this. Yeah, like, like I'm not safe here. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's because, like, she's also, like, actively trying to... She's trying to find her friend. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I did this for you, but, like, this is, like, my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, that scene is also where we meet Gil Coulson, who low-key is my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> the DA yeah. who's just, like, <laughs> doesn't want his balls busted. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> That's my favorite line, maybe in the movie, because it feels so fucking real. The mm-hmm. idea of like meeting people at a club and they're like, oh, here's this person. They're like, there's Sherry. Don't mind her. She's just taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> uh, he also has the line when he's got that bomb collar mm-hmm. around his neck where uh, Batman's trying to get more information out of him. Yeah. We find out that he gets paid $10,000 a month. He says not to try certain cases. And yeah. Batman's like, what cases? He's like, he didn't ask me that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, come on, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, um, I love that. Well, like, and a lot of the, like, Riddler stuff, like, take, like, even, like, the collar bomb thing, like, a lot of it, like, draws from, like, so many true crime things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know if you're super familiar with that collar bomb thing that yes. happened a few years ago. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I've seen the documentary Evil Genius. That shit's fucking bananas. Have you watched the actual video of the guy's head exploding? No. I, I don't want to. <laughs> um, yeah, I was listening to a podcast about it, and I was, like, on... Back to piggyback off the conversation we have apparently next week, um, where <laughs> about like all the podcasts we listen to, I was like, oh, like what's this about? Because I hadn't seen the movie yet or the documentary. I fucking googled it. Don't watch it. It was I was on Barton. I made an audible. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that stuff. <laughs> it was not fully prepared because I was like, oh, they're not going to actually show this man's head being blown off. They do. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of real life violence. I like movie violence a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, ten out of ten. Don't recommend that. <laughs> Um, unless you're a sadist like me, <laughs> but um, no, like I said, like a lot of the you know nods to stuff like that, I was like, oh shit, like yeah, and it, it makes it just feel more real because like yeah. that stuff did happen in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it's not just like movie shit that they made up. And the way that he's able to like incorporate it in the world of the movie makes it feel like true. It doesn't yeah. feel like he's reaching. No, and it's not to be like tropey or like fucking you know just to do it. Like yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, like I said, everything's fucking intentional and, like, it shows. Yeah, everything feels like it's well thought out. Yeah. And that's not something we get with a lot of movies, period. Yeah, especially, like, superhero movies or mm-hmm. air quotes. Yeah, whatever. absolutely. Yeah, like, a lot of it's just for the fuck of it and to make money. Yeah, and it just makes me feel like I cannot wait to see what he does next with the rest of this world. And I'm so glad that this filmmaker is involved and that, like, he was able to fight for this vision and complete this movie and that Warner Brothers was smart enough to understand what they had. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, like I said, like I, you know, I, I don't say this often, especially with like really fucking long things. Like <laughs> I would watch this over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like maybe not five times in a week, but <laughs> like some people. Mm. But that's just me. Um, but like, yeah, yeah. like I, no, I've been waiting for this movie for fucking thirty years. Oh, we know. This is the <laughs> we've been known. This is the Batman movie that honestly that I would make. Like, if you just, like, put me in a vacuum and were like... I went back and looked at a lot of my notes uh-huh. that I would keep um, in, like, my early 20s and mm-hmm. stuff like that, of stuff that I wrote down for, like, a Batman movie. And there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's, like, 
weirdly parallel to a lot of that like the set the year two setting Mm -hmm. um the arc of uh batman like questioning what batman is and like if he's having an effect um the use of like traditional batman characters used to flesh out the world like the way the penguin was used the way catwoman was used yeah uh his relationship with gordon i really love that him and gordon are nice friends yeah, they're homies. It's very sweet. There's this line where they're meeting up, um, and they're talking about the police corruption and everything, and he goes, like, he's talking about the other cops, and Batman's like, do you trust them? And he goes, I don't trust anybody but you, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Give me warm fuzzies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, I fuck, fuck police, yeah. you know? <laughs> that moment also has, like, one of my favorite fucking parts of the movie, because it's after he, like fake punch Gordon to get out of the police yeah. station. He goes, you know, you could have pulled that punch. And he's like, I did. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like if anyone punched you, with, I, I feel like that glove has to, like, not be, like, not heavy. <laughs> the sound design of this movie, every time he yeah. hits somebody, it sounds like it ends their fucking world. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that shit hurted. <laughs> There's no way it didn't. Um... But no, like like I said, like there was not a moment of this I didn't enjoy, mm-hmm. which you know, like again, like I have fucking attention issues. Yeah. <laughs> and like I didn't get bored. Yeah. <laughs> like, so nope. I think that's saying something. If I can sit through it and be like, I watch every minute, and I paid the fuck attention. <laughs> any uh, any great movie that has this kind of length mm-hmm. is like creates just an environment that you want to just like stew in. Yeah. So like even when it feels like not as much is happening, you're just like taking in information yeah. and like listening to the actors and appreciating the ambiance. And I just I love that so fucking much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, like definitely. Uh, you know, to re-rank this season, this definitely lands hard, easy number one. Yeah, I would call that. It's hard to. I have to leave Batman '89 out of it just because I can't be can't objective not. about that movie. That's fair. Um, but this is, I think, the best Batman movie. It's yeah. the most Batman Batman movie. Yeah. For sure. Well, it's the Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, th- that's actually, so that's specifically why I chose to release this this week in lieu of, you know, waiting two weeks to post the bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a perfect way, we would have posted it last week. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Shit happens. Uh, shit does happen. Um, Brazilian food really just took it out of me. <laughs> did you guys go to a Brazilian steakhouse? We did. Mm. Dude. Which one did you go to? That Brazos. I love that place. So good. Okay, so <laughs> real quick, we'll just talk about this for two seconds. Um, I did, Zach and I did not understand the assignment when we went into that bitch. Um, like, so, like, my parents did try to, like, warn us. They were like, it's a lot of meat. And we were like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've eaten steak before. Like, I, I know how that <laughs> <goes>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did not realize the extent of beef. That <laughs> I've was. eaten steak. <laughs> did not realize how much beef there was to be eaten. <laughs> and I live in a house. <laughs> <laughs> this will hold no surprises for me. <laughs> I was surprised. And you had to roll my ass out of there. <laughs> like, Zach and I, so, we went there for my dad's birthday dinner. Mm. Um, and, um, like I said, uh, we were talking about this off mic. My dad's a big pie guy. Um, not, you know, not a cake person. So we went to go to the house after dinner for, like, you know, pie and presents or whatever. 
uh, we got to the house, we did, like, gifts first, and, like, we literally sat on their couch for, like, three hours. We ended up watching uh, John Wick 3. Nice. <laughs> um, I was a little confused because I hadn't seen the second one, but it's fine. Oh, man, so good. <laughs> it was very good, I will say. <laughs> what is World record for most knives ever in a human being. <laughs> I wish I did. Horse. Um, horse murder somebody. But Motorcycle sword fight. Uh, and we got a lot going on. <laughs> Dogs like, used as murder weapons. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> and then every time I was like, wow, this movie can't get wilder. Holy fuck. I fucking love the John Wick movies. Uh, anyway, so we watched that whole movie. <laughs> And then we were still like, we're still so uncomfortably full <laughs> that we can't, simply cannot eat pie right now. <laughs> so we took our pie to go and then still didn't eat until about 3 p.m. the next day. <laughs> and we were fucked up. Oh, yeah. You got to we gotta plan it. Full-fledged food coma, coma for like 18 hours. <laughs> it was an experience. <laughs> like I said, absolutely excellent. Would t- totally eat there again. And that garlic bread was bitching. <laughs> oh, man. They're like cheesy biscuits. Those also were fucking bomb. Um, I use those as a vessel to eat a lot of meat. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but no, I'm talking about that like, garlic bread that they brought by on the sticks. Oh, okay. That, like cheesy garlic bread. Yeah. I could have eaten a whole lot of that just by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I didn't because, you know, lactose issues. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, we were fucked up the next day. Like, we were supposed to, like, go like, on an like, excur- excursion with uh, the Skull Crushers. And uh, <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> we were like, we need to cannot leave this house. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like, we didn't move from the couch until about, I don't know, two. <laughs> it, was, it was a day. Um, um, so yeah, um, all that to say is if you're going to go eat at a Brazilian steakhouse, do not eat all day and then go. Treat it like surgery. Don't eat like 24 hours prior. Full send. <laughs> yeah, because like Zach, like, so he had like went and actually seen Batman again that morning or afternoon. Yep. And um him and Russ, like, went out, like, got, like, a full-ass lunch. Did Russ beers. like it? Oh, he loved it. Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah they, they came back here, and because like, I, I was here by myself, and uh, <laughs> they came back, and they were like, holy shit, <laughs> for, like, an hour until we had to go leave for dinner. But, yeah, no, we misunderstood the assignment, mm. for fucking sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 out of 10, we'll not do that again. Mm. I mean, we'll eat there again, but Yeah, not. it's great. But we'll starve myself first. I want, I want to go back. I haven't been there in a while. Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> was very 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 full um like i said absolutely delicious like did not have a thing i did not like yeah um this podcast is sponsored by process to brazil <laughs> i wish <laughs> you know if i could go there and not spend like 80 bucks a pop sold <laughs> um anywho um is there anything else you wanted to like gab about for uh i don't think like, so in particular it's it there's so much like, there is so much everything about it is good <laughs> no it, it i would go as far as to say it's a perfect movie and like again, like that's not even normally like my judge. I know. Like, I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, because we're we're projecting like probably a trilogy at least. At least, and there's definitely like Zach played twice. Mini series <laughs> or something right. that they're doing on HBO Max. They're for sure doing a Penguin series mm-hmm. about like his like rise. That's gonna be hard as fuck. Post this movie, oh Colin Farrell in this movie is so fucking good. Yeah, we didn't talk about that, but. Um, <laughs> Colin Farrell is a fucking gem of a human being. He rocks, man. Yeah. I love Colin Farrell. I'm so glad he found, like, his thing. Yeah. Honestly, like I said, everyone in this movie fucks. But even though there's no fucking. Yeah. Um, and, you know, honestly, A lot of choking. Huh? A lot of choking. A lot of choking. Um, you know, and good for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, 
Yeah, so next week we'll be back with um, the continuation of Seth Rogen and his adventures. Yes. <laughs> with Zach and Miri make a porno. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, took a quick pit stop back in season two for, uh, you know, 50 minutes here. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and uh, soon we'll be going back to season one. Yep, to talk about the uh, third installment of that Fantastic Beats bullshit. Um, can't wait to shit on that again. Ugh. I can't wait, but, you know, we're not gonna because, you know, <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, that's how I feel about this movie. Can you imagine if they made a Harry Potter movie that was good? <laughs> imagine how you would feel. <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I go fuck myself. <laughs> Bye.